everybody, and welcome to Your Spiritual Best Friend on Spotify or wherever you guys are listening to the podcast. I am the host, Josh Sanchez, and the purpose of Your Spiritual Best Friend is to connect spirituality, mental health, and astrology all in one because it's important for everyone to realize that we are all on our own spiritual journey at the end of the day. So the more we open up, the more we are able to connect with each other and grow as a collective society. So sit back and relax and enjoy your spiritual best friend. Hey everybody and welcome to Your Spiritual Best Friend. I am your host Josh Sanchez, counselor, I would say astrology expert, yes, and tarot card reader now. Wow, I can't believe I can say that firm with my chest. Um, Just to give you guys a heads up on an update for my spiritual practice that I am practicing, I am adding tarot card readings now to my one-on-one session. So earlier I I mentioned in September that I've been reading people's astrology charts. I am still doing that, but now I'm also adding tarot card readings as well. I definitely feel like I'm getting better knowledge with the deck, and I got to give my girlfriend a lot of credit for getting me into it, pushing me to getting into tarot more. And uh, I will say it's been clicking. I've been getting closer to my ancestors through it, which has been great. I 10 out of 10 recommend you guys to at least try and get some readings throughout your life, especially in moments where you might need that question or you might need that that extra push, you know, to change or to question a relationship or you know, because we all have things that we are going through. So I wanted to start the podcast off with topics. Okay. So lately I just been on a very spiritual mood. It definitely is the Pisces new moon. I I realized this whenever it is Pisces energy, I tend to want to create more podcasts and I want to create more and I want to expand more on my own form of spirituality. I just think it's funny because the last time I really had a real deaf, in-depth spiritual conversation was during the Pisces full moon. Um, so we're going to get into our first topic, talking a lot about the Pisces new moon. What energy did we expect earlier in this week? And also the recap, like overall, how did you feel about the moon overall? I know usually people, they'll talk about the, the moon or new moons, full moons before it happens. But for myself, I like to do it when it's when it's over because we can recap and we can ask ourselves, okay, how were we in the new moon? What are some things that we learned during this new moon? What are some things that was thrown at us during this full moon? Because again, we are all experiencing stuff, right? And everyone's experiencing different stuff. Some people could be working more. Some people could be wanting to relax more. For some people, it could be something going on with your health or the people you love. So we all, we are all going through something. And with the current transits and everything going on too, everyone is feeling this immense amount of pressure, whether that is through work, relationships, that's something that you guys just think about. And this new moon was meant to be more of a very chill type of energy, more of spiritual type of energy where we need to tap into that inner voice, tap into spirituality, 
tap into mental health, tapping into trusting our intuition. Because one of the things about Pisces energy, and we are in Pisces season, and for you guys that do not know what a new moon is, just a quick little 30-second rundown. A new moon is when the moon sign matches whatever sun sign we are in. So right now we are currently in Pisces season, so the new moon would be Pisces. So this is when the sun and moon are connected because they have the same energy. So we get we might have that extra added motivation, you know, to do something more or to reflect more or to do or to take deeper within ourselves to process whatever we need to process. So that is why I love new moons for people that have been tuning into my podcast since day one. You guys are probably like this dude just never stops talking about new moons because, man, I love this type of opportunity. New moons are like wonderful opportunities for just deep internal reflection. Ever since I have been doing that once a month during every new moon, I've just gained more clarity in my journey. And one of the things I've had to realize is I've had to, I need to learn to speak out more when I need a break or when my workload is too much or being able to say no, especially in the workplace and also as I become a professional in this field of psychology and also getting into more in depth with astrology and and expanding my spiritual practice. So my point is, is I need to be very more direct. And that is something that I've taken away from this experience of the new moon. But to tie everything back, because I always like to relate my own personal examples to explain points that I am explaining because I want you guys to, if you guys can relate to what I'm saying at all, especially with speaking more directly, being more direct, if you need, if you need space from work, being able to say that and not feel bad or not feel the pressure of, of that, that's something that's just been a reoccurring theme throughout my life. But the main point of my conversation here is new moons are opportunities for us to really reflect and think about the things that we are currently experiencing. And the Pisces new moon, just some opportunities during this type of energy, because it's a more spiritual type of energy we're going to feel. So Pisces is ruled by the planet of Neptune. And if you guys don't know what Neptune is, it is an alterior planet in, in very like yeah, like modern astrology, it is ruled by Neptune. Now, if you go back to traditional astrology, Pisces is ruled under Jupiter, which is the frat bro of the planets, but it's all about that good luck and good fortune. So depending on what type of astrology you believe in, it's still, you can take similarities from both. <clears throat> so when you look at the planet of Neptune, Neptune is the planet of pretty much spirituality. It's, 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 it's anything that's beyond our five senses, right? So the spiritual realm, sense of self, dreams also fit into Neptune. So when you think of Pisces energy, that's what you think of, right? You think of Neptune. You think of a dreamy, creative, chill type of person if you have a lot of Pisces placements, depending on what uh, placements you do have in your chart. And that's the type of energy that Pisces energy is. 
but there's pros to that and there's also cons to that, right? Because the pros is very creative, very spiritually in tune, strong sense of spiritual self, have, has a good sense of intuition. But the thing is, if we're so focused on our dreams and the spiritual realm that we tend to feel lost and lose ourselves in the current present moment. We all have had daydreams, right? Where we're just so focused in on the daydream that we lose sight of what we're currently doing. I know my current earth placements are definitely speaking loud here because I'm very big on like <laughs> practical doing things, right? We got to be able to physically do something, expand our five senses. But it's just something to really think about. So that is the type of energy we're feeling during this new moon or felt the past couple days. So here are some of the opportunities you guys may have gotten through this Pisces new moon. One of the opportunities is being able to connect to a more soulful way of perceiving life. Another one is being more empathetic and compassionate. You might have been dealing with a lot of problems involving family or friends. Being empathetic is like a superpower because it gives you the ability to relate to others and see things from their point of view. Because when you start to see things through other people's points of views, then you start to, okay, you start to put the pieces in the puzzle. You start to solve the puzzle. Okay, now I see where you're coming from. Now I could see where we have some of our issues. So this is a more, this is a type of energy where we're going to feel that more empath empathetic and empathy and compassion. These are good things. As great as the opportunities are, there's also challenges, right? For every new moon, full moon, there's opportunities and challenges. Some challenges you, you guys may have faced or are continuing to face. An oversensitivity to others can lead to blurred boundaries. So if you use too much compassion and you're too empathetic, you start to justify other people's behaviors. And if it's involving boundaries... We, that's a no-no. We cannot violate boundaries for other people, right? Or let others bend the boundaries that we set, depending on the boundaries we set. Because we, we can have too many boundaries or too little boundaries, right? But that is a challenge. With great compassion and great empathy, we also have to learn and understand boundary setting and being able to put ourselves first as well at times when needed, Another challenge you guys might have faced during this Pisces new moon is difficulty in discerning what truly is real from what you want to be real. Pisces energy, like I mentioned a couple minutes ago, is all about dreams, right? The spiritual realm. And if we are so focused and fixated on the dreams and spiritual realm, we can lose sight of what presently is going on in our lives. So like imagine if you're daydreaming and you're so you're you're daydreaming so much that you forget you have to go to work in like 30 minutes or you forget some responsibility you have. Now you're putting yourself more behind, right? And creating more stress. So although it's great to tap into spirituality and the spiritual realm and to tap into your inner self and trust your intuition. We also have to do that while also staying in the present moment, because if we focus so much on that day in the daydreams, we can lose sight of, rea of reality. So just think about that, guys. So 
some affirmations for this new moon because you guys know I love an affirmation. And uh, for our last topic today, I'm going to get into safety affirmations, especially with people that have experienced high levels of trauma. I went to a psychodrama uh, workshops over the summer of last year, and we talked a lot about the safety statements to really help with trauma. So that'll be something that I'll talk later in the podcast. If you guys want to skip to that, you guys can. If not, you guys can enjoy the rest of this part of the conversation. But some affirmations for Pisces New Moon. Dreams can come true. We are all connected. I am love. I am loved. There's a difference between I am loved and I am love. So those are some affirmations for you guys to think about during this new moon for Pisces and the energy you guys are going to be feeling or felt. Some self-care rituals for this new moon. Maybe you guys tried this, maybe not. Taking a nice chill bath or doing some other form of self-care, whether that is a ritual or a spiritual pleasure, a spiritual trying to describe it, a spiritual type of practice that helps you ground yourself. So we'll talk about grounding here. So any grounding exercises can be really good here and also making art, creating something. Pisces, again, is a very creative type of energy. Create something. If you're a drawer, if you're an artist, paint something, draw something. If you're a poet, if you're a podcaster, create something, write something. This is a great time to tap into your creativity. So those are the two things. We got the opportunities, challenges, and affirmations. Before I wrap up this first topic, I wanted you guys know I love giving you guys questions to think about for every podcast. And again, these questions will be put in the show description. So if you guys miss what I'm saying or do not fully understand what I am saying, I will put the questions in the show description so that way you guys can on your own free time for my writers, people that love to write and reflect on themselves you can take those questions and also jot jot down some thoughts and let me know how you feel about it. You know, I, I love when people email me back and uh, tell me how, how much they love the questions. It definitely means a lot. So the first question, how do I keep my heart open while still maintaining healthy boundaries? This is a question I don't know about you guys. I'm still trying to answer. <laughs> Not going to lie to you guys on that one, but that's a really deep Reflective question, right? Because we want to be empathetic. We want to be compassionate, but we also still need to to maintain and continue to set healthy boundaries. So it can feel like those two sides are clashing. You have a side that wants to set boundaries, healthy boundaries, right? But then you also have a side that wants to be compassionate and empathetic. So you have these two sides clashing, And it can be a big mess. So this question can help you reflect on that. What's your overall sense of balance between the two? Are you being more compassionate and lacking boundaries or or are you being too rigid and having too many boundaries? These are that's a good question to really think about. Another question, the second question. So the first one, again, how do I keep my heart open while still maintaining healthy boundaries? The second question. What's keeping me from showering myself with love? 
Self-love is very important. Trusting our intuition is very important. What is keeping you from doing that? This is, again, another question where you really have to be real and honest with yourselves. And the third question, how can I further trust my intuition? We all have had experiences, right, where we have trusted our inner gut or trusted our inner voices, and they might have gone the other way. Or people close to us have told that our inner voices and listening to our stuff, our inner, our inner voice, we should not follow that. I'm not going to say whether or not you should or should not, because depending on your situation, you should definitely either tap into it or give yourself some space. It all depends on whatever situation you are experiencing. But how can you further trust your intuition? How can you trust yourself more? Trust is hard. And trusting ourselves, especially if we're people that have made a lot of mistakes in our lives, can be very hard. When people think of forgiveness, they think of, of forgiving immediately another person. But one of the things and one of the hardest things that usually does not get talked about enough is the ability to forgive ourselves for the mistakes we have made or the things we have done. Because we can all be very hard on ourselves, right? And I'm going to get into safety statements later and how our negative thoughts really trigger our, our feelings and our, and our behaviors. But these are the questions to really get you guys to think and think about. So again, three questions will be in the show description. And uh, yeah. So to wrap up our first topic, Pisces New Moon. How do we feel about it overall? What are some things that you guys have experienced during this time? Because Pisces, which is a ruler under Neptune, is all about the dreams, all about the spirituality, intuition, creating art, being creative. That's what the Pisces energy is all about. And I, and I would love to know how you guys What's some experiences you guys had earlier this week? I know the moon, I believe, is either in Aries or Taurus as we speak. So the new moon happened around Sunday, Monday-ish. So let me know how those days went for you guys. But we're going to take a very quick break here. The first segment has ended. Our next, seg- our next segment, I'm going to talk about the modern tarot card. I'm going to do some tarot card readings for you guys for the upcoming week. And uh, yeah, we're going to tap into that and also a little bit more of astrology talk. But you guys listening to your spiritual best friend with your host, Josh Sanchez, and we will be right back. everyone. This episode is brought to you by Podcash as a collaboration between Racket and Stir. Podcash gave away over $100,000 to up-and-coming podcasters as a way to support insanely creative and inspiring podcasters. We know how difficult it can be to get a podcast off the ground and running, but with Podcash, 
It's a great way to get cash. And best of all, it's all free for your podcast. So if podcasting has been on your to-do list or you're already a podcaster, go to podcast.com to stay up to date with future podcast happenings. That's again, podcast.com, P-O-D-C-A-S-H.com. I hope to see your future podcast. All right, guys, and we are back. So I hope you guys enjoyed that first topic, talking a lot about the Pisces moon. I gave you guys some questions for you guys to think about moving forward with the whole Pisces energy since we are still in Pisces season and will be for a couple more weeks now. So um, I hope everybody, again, is doing well, taking care of yourselves and all of that fun stuff. So I just lit my incense because you guys know whenever I light my incense, you know what this means for my consistent podcast listeners or anyone that just is just tuning in. I always do a segment for the weekly terror card reading. So what I always do beforehand, always, I always thank my ancestors and for anyone that does terror card readings or if you ever get a reading done. That should be a requirement. We always need to thank the people that have been there before us and the ones that continue to help guide us in this current positive light, right? So we got to remind ourselves that. So my question for the tarot card reading again is what energy or what should I expect and my podcast listeners, so what should I and my podcast listeners expect for this upcoming weekend? So since I am recording this on Thursday, I will pull out three cards. So one representing Friday, one representing Saturday, and one representing Sunday. So I will do a three-card reading again, and each card is going to represent a day. So first, I'm going to thank my ancestors. I'm going to split the deck. And uh, yeah, we're going to get started. So if you guys hear cards shuffling in the background, that's all I'm doing. Okay, so the question again is what energy should we, me and my podcast listeners expect for this up and coming weekend? So as I'm shuffling, oh, wow, we got a lot of talking today. (laughs) All right, there's one. Got two more left, guys. And as I'm shuffling the deck, ask yourselves, what do you guys think you guys should expect over the weekend? Just something to think about. There's two. And let's see here. All right. And three. So we have our three cards and we are going to get started. So first card, what we got is, and this has been a card that's been very persistent in a lot of my readings. We got the six of wands. So if you guys do not know what the six of wands is, Let me explain for you guys. So, Six of Wands. And the deck I use, guys, again, for everyone just tuning in, or if you guys are tuning in late, I use the Modern Terra. Um, It's a deck my girlfriend got me, and I I will say that's probably one of the best Christmas gifts I've ever gotten. So I'm going to continue to brag about it to this day. So Six of Wands, Victory, Triumph, Recognition, Public praise, awards, recognition for success, applause for a job well done, and being given a pat on the back. These are all outcomes connected with the Six of Wands. 
Many times it may feel like others don't notice our hard work. Maybe your significant other or children seem unappreciative. Perhaps your boss acts like the effort you give is meaningless or you have family members who take you for granted. If so, things are about to change for the better. The Six of Wands predicts success in the presence of onlookers. Get ready to receive your gold star and strut your strut, your stuff. You deserve it. So this card, great card. So it's, it's looking like, if you guys think about it, Friday, it's been a long week, you know, like the weekend is coming and it's about time we get recognized for the work that we have been doing, right? Lately, we've been working hard. We have been, I know for myself, I have been, I've been not only doing graduate school stuff, I've been doing practicum and I've also been working full time. And in my last episode, I talked a lot about how when you put in and invest so much time in work, you lo- you start to lose other some parts of yourself in the other avenues in your life. And finding that balance can be such a struggle. So the fact that this is a card that pops up first is a great sign that rewards are coming for, for you guys listening and also for myself too. So this is great. I, I'm feeling good. Let's see the other ones. All right. Our second card we got, it's number 10, so it's a Major Arcana card, and if you guys do not know, there's, I believe, 20 plus Major Arcana cards, and each card has a, has your own significant meaning. For the one for one to pop up, this one must be pretty serious. So for us, we got the Wheel of Fortune, Chance, Destiny and Fate, Karma, Turning Points. The Wheel of Fortune is ruled by Jupiter. Again, this is Pisces energy, and like I talked to you guys about, Pisces in modern astrology is ruled under Uranus, but if you go back to traditional astrology, it's ruled by Jupiter. Sagittarius and Pisces energy is ruled by Jupiter. So, the Wheel of Fortune is ruled by Jupiter, the planet of good fortune and expansion. When this, when this card arrives in your reading, you are in luck. Whether you believe in destiny or not, things are lining up for your benefit. Think of surprising others and new opportunities. Your personal vision will also increase as life's tempo cranks up. The Wheel of Fortune can also reveal psychic abilities, either within you or someone else. Consider this as a chance to discover more about yourself and listen to your gut. Manifest your dreams now that your energy is aligning with your spiritual guides, angels, and other helpers. You can't control the powers of the universe, but you can definitely grow your understanding of your rule of your role in this life and the universe. Just remember that there is nothing to fear. Everything will work out according to divine intervention and timing. So this is another very positive card. So again, the Wheel of Fortune ruled by Jupiter. So think of expansion, think of growth. So it seems to me that this weekend is going to be a very big weekend for people listening and also for myself, where there's going to be new opportunities for expansion. I know lately I've been feeling an extra added energy and motivation to expand on this podcast and expand on my spiritual practice. Maybe this will be a good opportunity to reach out to some other astrologers and get them on future podcasts or who knows. But this energy, again, is all about expansion and good fortune. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what Saturday and what the what the what that day is going to bring. 
and the last card so this one represents sunday so we got a lot of wand energy this week because this one is the one the ace of wands so the ace of wands creativity brilliant ideas a birth or fresh start they say that a journey of a thousand miles begins with one step the ace carries a similar message representing a bold step towards a new beginning the first card in the suite of the hands is this ace is full of energy a creative kind that breathes life into things that do not exist before it often represents bright ideas and unique plans are you wanting to start a new business using your talents seeking a romantic partner or new friends wanting to improve your physical appearance now is the time to go out on a limb and be brave while, while thinking outside of the box so all three of these cards you have six of wands you have wheel of fortune and ace of wands all involve all involve some form of creativity expansion and taking those chances you know to trying something new you are everyone is getting aligned with what the universe wants to throw at them right and what we are called to do if you've been thinking about expanding your own business or if you're thinking about expanding your artwork now is a wonderful time to do so for this weekend so all three cards i will say last week's reading and this week's reading have been pretty darn good to put it in perspective we had one reading we did a tarot card reading on super bowl sunday which is so funny i did the monday after the super bowl and it was like we got the three of swords which is literally three if you look at the picture of the card it's three swords going into a heart and it's like and that's meant to be like betrayal or heartbreak and for me i'm a diehard eagles fan for that to happen that monday i definitely felt heartbroken so that's just another side topic so this reading my point is this reading is very positive it's a positive type of reading so use that energy and expand on whatever it is you need to expand. Whether you get what I'm saying or not, that is up to you. But hey, I'm just reading the cards that's given to me. Um, to wrap up this topic, I always love to thank my ancestors again. Thank you guys for another wonderful reading. And I will put the reading on my Instagram page. You can follow it at your spiritual BFF. It's your underscore spiritual underscore BFF. I'll make sure to put it in the show in the show descriptions as well. If you guys want to follow me there, that's where I put all of my tarot card readings uh, for the week. Um, but this concludes our second topic. So again, think about our reading today. Think about the things that I share to you guys and how does that relate to your own personal life? So we're going to take another quick bit break and we're going to get into safety statements and how that can help us when we are experiencing trauma or if we have already experienced trauma. So you guys listen to your spiritual best friend with Josh Sanchez. We will be right back. Hey everybody, I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. I just want to give you guys a very special announcement. So starting in the beginning of September, I will be doing astrology chart readings for anybody that is interested in learning a little bit more about themselves and their natal chart. 
I am not someone that is going to predict the future, but I am someone that is going to give you guidance and really help you process yourself in the present moment, whatever challenges or blocks that you face. But you can click on the link in the show description to schedule a one-on-one meeting with me where you get your chart read, where it's going to be a very safe space for you guys to open up and share your own journeys, your own anxieties, fears, and I hope that we can both learn something from each other along the way. I do have a confidentiality agreement that I, that everyone must sign and follow, and prices will vary depending on the income in which you guys make. I am someone that is very flexible and knows that we all have certain situations in life that can impact us financially, emotionally, anything pretty much. But it really is just a safe space for everyone to connect, grow, and learn some things about themselves. So again, you can check out that link to schedule a one-on-one call with me, Josh Sanchez, host of Your Spiritual Best Friend, and I hope to see everybody soon and to help you along the way on your own spiritual journey. All right, guys, and we are back. So it's been a wonderful live stream so far. It's been a wonderful podcast. I've really enjoyed your guys' overall energy. Shout out to a couple of people on Podbean Live for commenting, talking about their energies, a lot of Pisces energy, and talking about, you know, just some good time and good energy that they're feeling. It's a very spiritual type and creative type of energy we are all feeling. But for the last topic of the podcast, I'm on Instagram Live, just giving you guys a heads up. Um, I am recording this Thursday at 9.30 p.m. The actual podcast, for anyone that missed any segments or missed the live stream, you guys can tune in tomorrow. The podcast will be out on Friday at 10 a.m. So for my live stream listeners, welcome. But um, when it comes to this last topic, I wanted to talk about trauma-informed, so safety statements. So to give some background, I went to a couple of psychodrama workshops over the weekend, uh, not weekend, over the summer, not weekend, (laughs) over the summer. And uh, so what I did was I learned a lot about, it it was sort of like exposure, but like with psychodrama, we learned about like the empty chair technique And one of the things that I really took away and I really enjoyed was the creation of like my safety statement or like my positive statement that I'm going to always go back to. And it's so crazy that this workshop happened a year ago and I'm still, I do not forget this statement for the rest for, I have not forgot about, I have not forgotten about it in this whole time. And it's, it's, it's crazy. Like whenever I've been stressed, I have gone back to this safety statement and it's just reassured me. It gave me that reassurance that I can do this, that I am capable. And that is my safety statement is I am capable. I can do this. Um, that is a statement that is really stuck by me. Um, because for me, I get in my head a lot. I'm someone that's I am very observant of other people and when I am working and when I'm doing something, especially now taking what I'm learning in classes and applying it to real life and 
the the job and being in the psychology field, mental health field, I get in my head a lot. Like I can run some ex, I'll run an excellent group. I have my kids fully talking. They're motivated. They're laughing. We're having fun talking about our experiences. And then the very next day I'm coming in and I'm in my head. It's, it's something that I'm constantly and consistently going through. And one of the things that helps me is before I, before I start a group or before I am, before I am doing something that involves stress or involves me getting in my own head is I go back to that statement that I am capable, that I can do this. And it's crazy how those thoughts, it's when we think of thoughts, we think of negative thoughts immediately, right? But when we think positively about ourselves and we have some statements that we create for ourselves, it completely changes our whole mood. So one of the things I did during this psychodrama is, and I'm very new to this, so like I'm not a professional expert at the moment, but this is something that I want to add to my practices. When we, when doing the empty chair technique, it's we did a strength based approach. So for just for people just starting out, just do it for strength based, because when we talk about trauma and we talk about our experiences, it can be a very intense process because you're reliving some of the things that you have been exposed to that you've suppressed and you haven't realized that you've suppressed this. But one of the things, one of the takeaways of finishing the empty chair technique and the strength-based version of it is creating your own strength-based positive statement of, about the trauma that you've just talked about and have experienced, like pretty much experienced. So for me, my statement is I am capable. I don't know what it is. It's just three words and that helps me. I say that to myself. I'm ready to go. Like my body immediately is like, whew, gets rid of all the pressure. I'm ready to go. So for you guys, think about things you have experienced or think about a challenge or, or a part of yourself that you feel disconnected to because of the trauma you have experienced. I'm not saying like go in depth right now, but if you guys ever get the chance and talk about trauma with a professional, bring that up, bring up a part of you that, you know what, like I don't really feel as close to um, my inner child. And then you can have a dialogue between your inner child and yourself. And that's part of the empty chair technique where you're talking to the empty chair, but the empty chair is, is a, you're visualizing the empty chair as a part of yourself. So for instance, if you want to work on confidence, the empty chair is representing confidence and you are talking to confidence, your confidence, and then you're switching spots. And then when you go into the chair, you're looking at the other spot, which is visualizing yourself and you are confidence talking to yourself. So you have that dialogue going on. And the outcome, again, is getting a strength. The strength is, if you want to work on your confidence, getting closer and getting connected with your confidence. And then you create a statement based off of that. So that is, and it's a positive statement. It's meant when you say this statement, it brings back that positive memory you experienced with connecting with yourself again, a part of you that, is, that has been suppressed due to 
work, due to responsibilities, due to relationships, due to whatever it is you have experienced. So I have some, and if anyone that's stuck with creating your own positive affirmation statement, I have some examples for you guys to choose from, and then we'll wrap up the full podcast. And I really appreciate, again, everyone listening. So number one, today I choose me. That can be something you guys could think about. Number two, and I'm just going to name 25 that I have on my worksheet from experience and people and and things I have observed based off of like my friends, my family, because I'm the type of person I have. I have real conversations with everyone. It's a blessing and a curse at the same time. No disrespect. All right. So that was the first one. Today, I choose me. Number two. I choose to create an atmosphere of peace and safety for myself. Number three, I do not blame myself for my childhood experiences slash trauma. That is a big one. Four, boundary setting helps me to create safety within my life. Number five, my mind, body, and spirit belong to me. Number six, Love and tranquility surround my interactions and my decisions today. Number seven, I replace hate, anger, agitation with others with intentional and positive interactions. I'll name a couple more. I'm not going to go through all 25. But number eight, I release the feeling of isolation. Number nine, even though I am in pain, I truly and deeply love and accept myself. And the last one, today I comfort my inner child. So I just named some 10 positive affirmations for you guys to think about. Because creating a safety statement, this statement is meant, you don't need to say this out loud in front of people, you can say it to yourself, but in moments where you're having high anxiety or if you are experiencing self-doubt, whatever it is that causes you to feel anxious, create a safety statement for yourself, something that you can go back to and say to yourself that, you know what, like I am capable, you know what, I deserve to be respected and treated with love. I deserve this. I, whatever that statement looks like for you is going to look like for you. Say that to yourself and watch how better you're going to feel. It's like a sigh of relief that gets released out of your body. Um, So for me, I'm very thankful for going to that psychodrama uh, workshop. I met some great people there and uh, I was able to connect with some people there And they taught me some things and I'll never forget that experience. And that's what it's all about, right? It's all about gaining new experiences, gaining new insight on behaviors that we might not have known or different approaches, you know, like, dang, I didn't really think of it that way. I usually try and solve my problems like this, but this is a new way of helping solve my problems. So just think about that guys along the way. But when it comes to the podcast part, the recorded part, This is the end of that. I just wanted to end with just, if you guys can, if you love the podcast, you love the vibe, you love the reflection questions, you love just the overall atmosphere, hit that rating, 
hit that subscribe button and send it to friends and family. The more this podcast is meant to help, it's meant to be a deep reflective type of podcast where there's questions for you guys to answer. And there's, it's meant for you guys to think deeply about yourselves because that's how we grow as people. So this podcast is really meant to help you guys at the end of the day. So if you guys are a big fan, like, subscribe, send it out to friends, family, whoever, it would mean a lot to the podcast. So if you guys could do that, that would be awesome. And my last thought of the night, I just want to say again that I can't believe this podcast. It's we're almost closing in on 90 episodes. It's been great. We got a nice flow, nice rhythm going. And I appreciate everyone that is tuned in. I appreciate everyone that listens. Um, it definitely means a lot to me and all that fun stuff. But I hope you guys have a wonderful night. Another uh, another wonderful week. I will see you guys back next week. I have some other I have some other amazing topics for you guys to really think about. But again, have a great night. Stay safe. Tap into that Pisces creative energy, and let's create our safety statements, people. But for now, this is Josh officially signing off.